To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Welcome. Well, come in. Let's put on the show. Your cadaverous pallor. Aloha. Betrays an aura of foreboding. Hang on to them hats and glasses. And now, ladies and gentlemen, remain seated, please. Permanecer sentados, por favor. Something new is waiting for you at Disneyland. It looks rather innocent, just a big old mansion. But there's a twist. You see, this mansion is haunted. <laughs> Greetings, curious mortals. I am your ghost host at the Disneyland Haunted Mansion. Why not make final arrangements to join us soon? <laughs> Welcome, foolish mortals, to remain seated, please. I am your host, Robert, the ghost host. And with me, as always, are other ghost hosts named... David! Anthea. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Susie. And tonight, we present to you a special episode celebrating 50 years of the Haunted Mansion. <laughs> so we're going to do something kind of special today. Oh? What are we going to do? We're going <laughs> to name all the things we love about the Haunted Mansion. All 50 things. So we have come up with a list of 50 reasons to love the Haunted Mansion. For the 50th anniversary. Yeah, because exactly. I mean 50 is a lot. <laughs> 50 is a lot. But uh, we'll go through them all. We'll have a roundtable discussion as we talk about these things that we love about our favorite spooky attraction, and the Haunted you, Mansion. And you did a clever thing with it, because before we were going to do 10 each, which got us to 40, and then have 10 guest spots. But then that sort of still made a hodgepodge of a mess of a thing. So you came up with a clever idea of putting it in chronological order of the ride. Yeah, we're going to bring ghosts from all over the world. But we haven't got the ghost in there yet. We're all collecting the ghosts. Well, shall we begin? Sure. All right, so uh, I'll start it off. Feel free to jump in here uh, when something strikes your fancy. So the number one reason to love the Haunted Mansion is it's a spooky attraction. Not a scary attraction, but spooky. Friendly for all ages. You guys agree with that? Absolutely. Yes. In fact, I asked a friend just on a whim, like, what her favorite things were. And it was one of the things she said. And she said she was never scared of it as a kid because she just imagined it as, like, these ghosts doing these things, like, playing and just living life as ghosts, essentially. It has a Disney sense of humor. We've talked about it before. We, we, we did do another Haunted Mansion episode before about the history of the attraction. And in that, we had talked about how the ride is sort of split into two, where the beginning is sort of darker and scarier, and then it gets more lighthearted as you go. But even the darker, scary stuff, like seeing the corpse up above, when you're really little, it kind of goes over your head. Mm -hmm. Like you wouldn't really know what it means. But totally. thinking about it when you're older makes it scary. It's great. Number two, there is a skeleton of a story, but it's vague, so there are room for theories and speculations to make your own story. That's right. So, yeah, I have heard people come up with their own stories, and lots of sites say these theories are fact when they're not. <laughs> lots of them are like cast member stories, like, hmm. uh, you know, that theory that uh, you're really dying when you go into the graveyard and... And the caretaker's mm, yeah. scared because he sees you now as a ghost. The, the Imagineers didn't come up with you dying. It's right. just a theory someone put into the air. And some people cite it as fact. But have you guys heard of any weird theories or things like that? Well, the first thing that came to mind, but then I realized that it was solely... Wasn't there a theory that pirates in the mansion were somehow connected? Well, that was uh, an initial idea of what they wanted to do. And there's concept art where you know, mm. there was a, a ship captain that was going to be sort of connected. And, yeah, so it, it, it kind of is based in fact. Number three, the rumors that were sparked when it sat as an empty shell for years. So what that means is the 
The outside of the Hana Mansion was built in 1963, and then everything was put on hold for the New York World's Fair, and it didn't open until 1969. So for six years, it sat there empty, and you know there was a sign saying it's the Haunted Mansion, and people always wondered, what is this going to be? How scary is it going to be? Why is it not opening? Did someone die? Did a worker die? So people always had these weird ideas of what is inside this haunted mansion. And it's funny because 50 years seems like so long in some aspects. But then if you go on to the vintage Disneyland Facebook group, there's people that were the kids doing the speculating when they were kids visiting Disneyland in the 60s. Right. And they would say, oh, I I think I saw an elevator guy in there. What does that mean? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Number four, the sign that stood outside of the Haunted Mansion before it was open. So what this is, there is a sign that used to sit outside of the Haunted Mansion during those years before it opened, between 1963 and 1969, that was recruiting ghosts. It was a little passage that was written by Marty Sklar saying that, you know, as we're opening, we're looking for ghosts. So this is this is what it read. The sign said, Notice, all ghosts and restless spirits, post-lifetime leases are now available in this haunted mansion don't be left out in the sunshine enjoy active retirement in this country club atmosphere the fashionable address for famous ghosts ghosts trying to make a name for themselves and ghosts afraid to live by themselves leases include license to scare the daylights out of guests visiting the portrait gallery museum of the supernatural graveyard and other happy haunting grounds for reservations send resume of past experience to ghost relations department disneyland please do not apply in person so it's just a funny little thing that they had out there for years would that have excited you if you saw that yeah i would have loved that you know on the casting door on main street yeah i have not stood there to like read everything Mm -hmm. that'd be pretty awesome if that were a little ad that's on it because it has Mm. a bunch of ads and stuff right i think so yeah yeah that would be neat. neat Because I think that's really well written, and it would be awesome if it was somewhere else in the park. Yeah. Number five, the pet cemeteries. Notice I said plural because we have the regular pet cemetery, and then there's a hidden pet cemetery behind the haunted mansion. That's the one, if you come out the exit, if you go through that little gate to the right and then scoot around the right side of the mansion. Yeah, and they redid it somewhat recently where there's kind of like this, I think it's like covering like an air conditioning unit or something, but it's like a... Like an elephant tomb where it has like elephant legs on the side mm. or red tusks. Doesn't maybe? it look like an elephant upside down? Maybe, yeah. With the with the ho- what the hell is elephants legs. have? <laughs> have hooves? No, no, they don't. Cause they have like nails. Yeah. What do they have? Legs. Feet. Feet. They're pachyderms. Are they elephant. the derms? It's the derms. <laughs> derms up in the air. <laughs> look at them derms. Yeah. <laughs> The attraction didn't open with the Pet Cemetery. I don't remember when it was added. Maybe the early 90s, but it's a nice addition. I do I've had it. a lot of fun with that Pet Cemetery. Like when Frankenweenie came out, there was a little Sparky tombstone yeah, that was added. I wish they added right. that every year at Halloween. That was that was pretty awesome. And then um, they put a Oogie Boogie topiary in it when yeah. he was introduced to the mm. Haunted Mansion Holiday. And then after that first year of the symbol clapping monkeys not working, <laughs> they put a tombstone for them. That's in there. true. Oh. <laughs> Number six, the fast pass location ambiance. This is one of the best fast pass locations. Maybe the best one. It's beautiful. Yeah, nice little statues. What was there before? It was just empty space. Interesting. You know, yeah. next to the Disneyland Railroad. It's done so well with those statues, with the little covering. What yeah. are they called? Per- it's not a pergola. It's a. It's, I'm thinking of a G word. Greenhouse. No. <laughs> not gazelle. Not gazelle. Gazebo. Gazebo. It's kind of a gazebo. Like it's. Is it a gazebo? I think. I feel like you were more on point with the uh, the pergola. pergola. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that makes more sense than a gazebo. I don't know if a gazebo has Is it to a gazebo be... or a pergola? Let us know in the comments below. <laughs> Is it a, like, what, yeah, what gonna, makes a I'm going to do a story that's, that where people could vote <laughs> <laughs> with a photo of it. Yeah, I love just hanging out back there and listening to the sounds of the train and taking pictures with all the statues. I put my arm around the little boy with goat feet. 
Oh, I never noticed that he had goat feet. <laughs> he has a little, like, pan. Mm. He has a little flute. Mm, a pan flute. Number seven, the hill on the side of the haunted mansion. I've always loved this hill. The hill currently has tombstones on it, and the, the new tombstones are great. Uh, lots of them are from the molds of the original tombstones that used to be in the queue. Mm. Uh, basically, where you walk back and forth in the queue, there was sort of an island with grass that used to have the tombstones oh. on there. And then I think in the early 90s, they put some of the tombstones on that hillside, but then eventually got rid of them. So for the longest time, it was just bare, but very heavily wooded and lots of plants and trees. Uh, they took down some of the trees and stuff, and I was worried that they were going to ruin it. But then they put in kind of a brick wall and all these new tombstones and the trees mm. are growing back and it looks great. I love it. Yeah, I like how they decorate it for Haunted Mansion Holiday yes. also with all of the jack-o'-lanterns. Yeah. I, I kind of wish there wasn't a fence in front of it. But That's what can you do? one of the newest additions, right? Yeah. Number eight. The plantation style of the house to fit within the New Orleans Square area. It's one of the most beautiful Attractions, As Walt always said, we'll take care of the outside and let the ghost take care of the inside. Yeah, I think it's the best looking of all the Haunted Mansions. And it's the only I, one in that style. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Even though I like a lot of aspects of some of the other mansions, the outsides are just... Mm-hmm. I mean, the Tokyo and Florida ones are pretty much the same. Yes. Yeah. And then Paris is completely different. It's like mm-hmm. a manor, but it's not mm-hmm. plantation style. And then did we didn't we discover that there was no haunted mansion Shanghai somewhere? Shanghai doesn't have it, and Hong Kong has Mystic Manor. Mm. Yeah, Mystic, Mystic Manor, Manor looks cool, amazing. We sat through a panel at D twenty three many many years ago. That looks a lot like the Winchester House. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I just love the whole the whole atmosphere of New Orleans and uh, having it anchored by that wonderful mansion is yeah, it's really great when you're on the on the Mark Twain yeah. and you're coming around and you see it and uh, they did so good and they light it so well at night. It's not like mm-hmm. overly lit and crazy, but it's got some creepy lighting. Yeah, it always looks like it has like the moonlight on it. Mm-hmm. Look there, there's a haunted. Now, um, do you <laughs> like it with the wreath on the front or without the wreath? Oh, the, like, wedding slash death wreath thing? Yeah, I always imagined it like a funeral wreath. Like, sometimes it ha- on the front it will have a wreath with maybe some black cloth. I like that wreath. And then remember for the 50th anniversary of Disneyland itself, they had a giant spider web in front and a big 50. That yeah, I remember, that was yeah. great. And then, of course, during the Haunted Mansion holiday, it turns into the clock. Let me tell you, the exterior of the Haunted Mansion for the Haunted Mansion holiday is one of my favorite things in the whole wide world. It's ridiculous and over the top, <laughs> and it makes me so incredibly happy. Especially at night when all the candles turn on. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Next, number nine. We have number nine, and that is the weather vane on top of the Haunted Mansion in the shape of a pirate ship or a ship. This is one of the little things that were left over from the pirate idea of the Haunted Mansion being owned by a former sea captain. Mm. So it's a nice little detail that I always like to look at. And number 10, we have the haunted house at the end of the street trope. What? (laughs) (laughs) So... Growing up in a neighborhood, there's always like that house that's at the end of the street or slightly overgrown or they don't take care of the, sure. the lawn. And, you know, you see it in all these movies. And Edward you, Scissorhands. Yeah. And it's... Uh, oh, that's a good one. They built <laughs> upon the, the existing urban legends that kids all around suburbia came up with on their own. Right. And since the earliest drawings of Disneyland, there's Mm -hmm. always been that haunted house at the end of the street. And you were talking recently uh, when we were coming up with this list about the record that uh, involves Ronnie Howard. So the story of the Haunted Mansion, which came out before the attraction came out, right? Because Thoreau Ravenscroft Uh, narrates it. Have you ever seen a haunted house? You know the kind I mean. That old dark house that's usually at the end of a dimly lit street. The ghost host, or it's not a ghost host, but the inhabitant of the house is this really creepy voice. He's a ghost host. Doing the ghost host dialogue. Yeah, yeah that's Peter Renaday. Yeah. When, when hinges creak in indoors chambers and strange and frightening sounds echo through the halls. But it is great with Ronnie Howard. I don't see a way out. 
There are no doors, not even a window. Let's so, go inside. I, it's wet. Yeah, he says, uh, this old porch can't hold us here. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have any clue. I don't think that, that was Ronnie Hart. Oh, really? But I back I said to this, about I don't know what you guys are talking about. What is this haunted house at the end of the street trope? There's so many movies and stories. Are and you talking about the Haunted Mansion? Correct. Like, the Haunted Mansion builds the... upon the trope. Got of, it. Yeah. Got it. I'm with you. <laughs> Got it. All right. <laughs> gotcha. No, in the Haunted House, remember, in the Haunted Mansion, you know, the Haunted House at the end of the street, in the Haunted Mansion, that's what Well, I'm doing. like, yeah, is there like a Haunted <laughs> House remember, that I'm missing? Remember when they came out with that movie, House at the End of the Street? And then some clever marketing. Is that a movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With, Jen- yeah. with Jennifer Lawrence. Jer- and, and it was called Hate. Yeah, some clever marketing person said, "Oh my God, House at the End of the Street is hates." Oh my gosh. House at the end of the street. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, ghost fans. This is your on-the-spot reporter, tiptoeing through the creaky doors of the Disneyland Haunted Mansion to bring you another in-spirit interview. Hovering at my side is Granny Ghoul, former Peoria socialite and silent movie vamp. Hi there, big boy. Granny, you look absolutely inhuman. Thank you. This is my latest creation, a see-through bell-bottom bedsheet with big holes where my eyes used to be. Stunning. But tell me, Granny, is it true that this mansion is haunted by 999 ghosts? That's right, you brave devil. But there's always room for one more, especially if he's as spirited as you seem to be. Well, thanks, Granny, but I'm a human. Well, no one's perfect. But you can visit any time. We're very friendly here. I wanted to ask you about that, Granny. What do you think of letting real people into Disneyland's haunted mansion? Well, they are kind of fun to watch, but all that yelling and screaming is spooky. Why, you'd think they'd never seen a ghost before. Susie, you want to do the next time? I can. So number 11, the fact that you can see all four sides of the mansion. What's unique about this mansion as compared to Disney World or Tokyo is that you can basically walk around the whole mansion. There's a little pathway, you know, behind Mm -hmm. it. It sells the illusion that (laughs) that it is an actual house. Where right. at Disney World, you're wa- you don't walk straight yeah. into the front door. You have to go down into. Okay. I'm the counting show three sides that you can yeah, definitely I walk can around. Only see. But to that, you can get on the train and go behind the mansion. Right, you can see the back of it. Yeah, you can't, yeah. You can't really walk. Behind okay, okay. It. Isn't cool, there a cool. pathway back there? There's a pathway. But I've seen cast members walk back there, but it's not. Yeah, but like, it's not an open pathway. Can't. Yeah, no. it goes right into the building. Mm. I agree. I think like even to thinking about it from the the standpoint of like oh you can ride behind it on the train Mm. like that makes sense so i would say yeah this but this is an accurate statement the fact that you can see all four sides you can Mm -hmm. you can see all four sides of the structure Mm -hmm. number 12 is the horseless carriage (laughs) so the carriage uh that sits right in front of the Mm -hmm. mansion Mm -hmm. with the uh is it the not bridle. It is a bridle. It's a bridle, mm-hmm. um, with the bridle, and no horse, because <laughs> it's, it's a ghost. Funeral. No, it's a bridle. It's like the, it's the thing that goes on the horse. horse. Oh, is, yeah. that, is that what they call it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's on the head. And you uh, hear the ghost, the ghost ho, or the ghost horse whispering. <laughs> yes. <laughs> ghost no, no. Horse. Neighing. <laughs> Neighing. <laughs> Why do I say whispering? Neighing. Neighing. Yeah, it's all. <laughs> 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 this mansion's on. <laughs> are you around it's all I'm a horse you know actually I just thought about it inside of that horseless carriage there is a reservations accepted sign sort of like the sign that you see that's right it's pretty neat I do like that they light it at night Mm-hmm. That's got some good mm-hmm. lighting. I don't remember the full story, but there's always rumors. This could go to the that rumor fact and theories. Uh, rumors that that carriage was used in a real funeral. I- <laughs> Classic horse. <laughs> I mean, Mr. <laughs> Ed. <Edwin. laughs> so it's like either that or a rooster. Am I have a horse or George Lucas. <laughs> God. Oh, my favorite. Okay. Uh, what's number 13? Number 13 is seeing Maynard 
working at the Haunted Mansion. I haven't seen Maynard work this attraction in a long time. In a long time. But for as good as all of the Florida cast members usually are, Maynard's the only one that commits that hard here. Sometimes the stretching room cast members are okay, or at least they try, but the ones outside are basically just trying to rush you on. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I just feel like there's a lot going on. But Maynard really embodies... Yeah, he used to but be a staple. But he's just, like, great mm-hmm. wherever you yes. put him. So it is he's true. just like a... I did yeah. see him at the Haunted Mansion That's... Um, art exhibit mm-hmm. thingy that they... So he's been working in the Opera House lately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't seen him at the Haunted Mansion for at least 10 years, but he's always associated with that attraction. Number 14. Number 14. The smell of the Haunted Mansion. <sighs> Do any other mansions have the scent well, the smell is very, it's a Disney smell. The interiors, yeah, yeah, I think too. Like the Disney gal or the opera house smells like that. Correct, and, yeah. Uh, even, I, like, I even feel like some buildings at the at the studio smell like that even. It's, I don't know what it is. It's like a venting system. I think it's air conditioning. Yeah. Oh, I figured maybe it was like the, like the wood uh, polish that they use or, or something like that. Maybe. Um, number 15, the stretching room. Is this haunted room actually stretching? Or is it your imagination? Hmm? The, the stretching, stretching portrait room? room? Yeah. The... No, I know, but I did not make more sense. No? I, I call it the stretching room. What do you guys call it? Stretching room? I, like I call it the stretching room. room. And um, they're called the stretching portraits. Yeah, the stretching portraits. With portraits stretching. which stretch within the room. <laughs> <laughs> Along with the room, as it also stretches too. The stretching, stretching room. room. <laughs> yeah, this is my favorite scene of the Haunted Mansion. I love all the paintings. My favorite is the lady sitting on the tombstone. Mm-hmm. What do you guys like best? Recently it became that because Inthia had pointed out that one of the true rooms has her with a wedding ring and the other does not. And it's true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if that Did was done intentionally. Her? Somebody just forgot I'm, to paint no, it. I feel like that would. You don't think well, so? I mean, they're I definitely think, being replaced at some point, right? No, no, no. So I at think, this point, I think at this point they're intentional. But ah. I think when it someone first noticed it, I think maybe not. It's know, probably the first time they were recreating them. They're like, "Hey, uh, one of these doesn't have a ring." They're like, "I don't know, keep it, I guess." Well, in, in, <laughs> in the in the old days, they were hand painted, so there were probably several differences besides that. It's probably different since I was a kid and I look at it differently, but I feel like I can see like where they roll up all the time now. Whereas yeah. when I was a kid, I felt like it was more of a seamless, effect. clean effect. Yeah, yeah. It, it may. Just but be I mean, you're older now too. and you yeah, understand how probably. it works. So yeah. You mean it doesn't stretch? Whoa. <laughs> yeah, and it's great that our version or the Disneyland version yes. is is an actual elevator. That's right. Mm-hmm. At Disney World, they didn't need it to be an elevator, so I think at first they were possibly not even going to have the stretching room, but it was such a fan favorite moment. Yeah, I was going to say. But now they keep the doors open sometimes, yeah, so it what? really loses the it effect. really makes yeah. it strange. I hate when they do that. What are, what are your guys' favorite portraits? I'm always partial to the tightrope walker. Same. So we got two tightrope walkers and a cemetery lady. I like the cemetery lady, I said, because Anthea pointed out the rings. Yeah, she's great. And it was Walt's favorite, too. (laughs) This is my favorite here. Oh, number 16. Number 16, the hanging corpse. (laughs) I love that guy up there, which I guess is the ghost host, if you think about it, because there's always his way, and his way is killing himself to get out of there. (laughs) I love that he's always move like it's such a simple like n- like just something probably just taps the rope and he like shakes a little bit but when I was a kid I was like that seems like such a silly detail to move in there. He probably just is always sort of moving a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Well, it would be him falling in that Correct. In the rope catching, right? Yeah. Or it could be uh, wind or whatever you want to think no. of. But probably falling, I would mm-hmm. guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like that he's a skeleton. Mhm been up there for a while sort yeah. of reenacting uh, the events of long ago remember when they tried to say some people tried to say that it was master gracie well it's the ghost host 
but is the ghost host master gracie no maybe really. i think, I think but, that was the thing that people were trying to say weren't they trying to say that the ghost host was master gracie well, but, lots of people used to yeah. say that the ghost host is master gracie which has sort of not been the case anymore because people have now realized that master doesn't mean head of the household what does it mean? Master is like master is like the son, like young yeah. man. Okay, that, I, I thought so because I used to get mail as Master David Park when I was a kid, and I was like, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> From like my grandma. <laughs> and it's funny how the ghost host or any sort of characters got to be named Master Gracie because the only thing that said Master Gracie was the tombstone out front, which was just a nod to Yale Gracie who did the special effects for the attraction. Mm. And, you know, people just... It's a just good put, name. It is. It it's is. a great name. But people, you know, just put two and two together and, again, make their own theories. And the theories sort of get muddled with fact. And then the movie comes out and they name that character the owner oh. of the Haunted Mansion. Still haven't seen the movie. I've Grace. never seen the movie and I don't have a desire to. Oh, uh, it's not good. So. It's not good, but it's good makeup, good ghosts from all over the world. Number 17 the ghost host i am your host your ghost host <laughs> the ghost host so paul freeze or the ghost paul host Fries. oh yeah uh, well, paul freeze plays the ghost host you can love it yeah. all my favorite character of the haunted mansion so much he's is... just got such a good voice yeah, there's so much character in that voice. He's yeah. the sound of the haunted mansion. The character is the inside the walls and mm-hmm. in the doom buggies. He's great. Yeah, it was perfect. The, it was the right choice. Number eighteen is the changing portraits. Yes, uh, another one of my favorite scenes that was specific to Disneyland, but then they sort of added a changing portrait scene in the Disney World version mm-hmm. while you're on the ride. It's had some changes through the years. Originally, they would change with the strike of lightning. Then they changed it to where it would dissolve into the change. And now it's back to the lightning strike yeah. effect. Which and I'm glad because I think I didn't... As soon as I found out that it used to be a lightning strobe effect, I think like within the next year or two, it went back to the lightning strike effect. I was like, oh, this is great. <laughs> I prefer it lightning, but I feel like the lightning goes off a little bit too often. I don't see the normal portrait long mm. enough. And then over the years, they had some changes. My favorite portrait is the one that's no longer there, which is April, December. Oh, she is my favorite. Yeah, that was the young lady that turns into an old lady. Mm. Uh, It was one of the best. I mean, they're all really great. It was one of the better ones. That was a good one. But they removed her and put the Master Gracie portrait in, Mm -hmm. which used to just only be at Disney World. Mm -hmm. Ah. I like the Haunted Mansion holiday version. Yes, with Zero going through them all. I love when you get to get Zero as you're walking, so it's timed out well. Yeah. Remember when Oogie was in all of them Mm -hmm. in 2003 when they had the special Oogie takes over? Mm -hmm. I love the Haunted Mansion one that goes from regular Haunted Mansion to Haunted Mansion holiday. Yeah, and you have um, the eyes of Scary Teddy in the tree. Mm Mm-hmm. Number 19. Number 19. The busts that follow you in the main hallway. Yes, a simple effect that works wonderfully. Mm-hmm. I just thoroughly enjoy hearing people, like, commenting it on it or trying to figure it out. Or, like, it just gets everybody. It's very simple, but, yeah, it's very effective. When I was a kid, I could always see that it's following you, but I always saw it in my mind as being an indented really? negative space. Well, aren't you, Mr. Puzzle? <laughs> <laughs> no, I did. Like, but I tricked myself into thinking of, of not seeing it that way by closing one eye. If you close mm. one eye, you lose the dimension, and it works even better when you do that. Hmm. I have to try and you run into somebody. I think I was in high school (laughs) and there was a teacher that had, you know, classrooms have windows, uh, like the the little rectangular window in the classroom door and you can kind of see inside. And they have like those, like, for some reason, like cross hatching. I probably, if somebody breaks the glass, it doesn't fall through or whatever. Anyway, one teacher had it covered with a multi layered piece of paper where the front layer had the cutouts of eyes and then inset were the pupils and that was the moment I realized how the haunted mansion worked that's awesome I was in high school and I was like (gasps) (laughs) I think I probably realized what it was by staring at it too long because once you get past a certain point 
You could see the edge of it. Correct, yeah. And if you get close enough, you can kind of see like where the tops of their heads kind of meet the glass. <laughs> I used to have a, a little toy. It was like a little box, and it was an Abraham Lincoln head that would follow you. Oh, that's how you figured it out. <laughs> and that... It's because you had it all around you. That's really... It's not like you looked at it and you're like, I know exactly how that was. <laughs> <laughs> Number 20, the cold air. It's a nice respite from the hot summers in Anaheim. It's true. I put my jacket on in line oh. yesterday. Oh, you're so clever. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know. I was like, I'm going to be cold inside. <laughs> yeah, you go there. and they, You're away from the sun for a good 15 minutes. But it's always so hard to come out because it's so bright. Yeah. Ow. So, yeah, the next That's batch is That's the time. smell yeah. that you... What? Smell. The cold, the cold air. air. It's oh, like just yeah. forced air. <laughs> Recycled. That's the Haunted Mansion smell. And now I have a cold. Hi, ghost fans. I'm here at Disneyland's Haunted Mansion to interview a real old-timer, the late Phineas Puck. Yes, I waited a long time for the Haunted Mansion to open. Died in 1720, you know. 1720? Wow. Yes, I'm tired of resting in peace. I want to get in there and everybody. Well, you'll get plenty of chances because the Disneyland Haunted Mansion is now open to humans. Oh, it must be paradise. Who wants to take us through the 20s? Number 21, the Omnimover ride system, the second one done. Yeah, the first one was... Uh, adventure through inner space. Magnification. Magnification. And you know, what's great about them also is, is it's the same ride vehicle, yet they always change the name. With the Adventure Through yeah, Outer Space. Yeah, what were space. they called? They were it called oh, Atomobile. The Atomobile, yeah. And then in the Haunted Mansion, they're Doom Buggies. Why doesn't, like, a Little Mermaid yeah, ride get a name? What do they call it? Aren't they just called Clamshells? Yeah, but why don't they get, like, a, a yeah, fun name? Yeah, oh. clever name. Like the Clammobile. Clamney Mover. The Shell... Hmm, the Shuttle. Oh, the Shuttle. 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 We'll have to really blue sky this <laughs> idea, guys. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, love a good Omnimover system. Yeah. They don't do enough of them these days. It's one of the best ride systems. Uh, it gets a lot of people through. And and what they loved about it was you really control what the guest sees because it can mm-hmm. rotate 360 degrees. Recently, there was a photo of the Doom Buggies going by the ballroom scene. And you and I both commented that the area behind the the dune buggies is much larger than we had than we realized you're not as close to the wall as you think you are no Interesting. you're not at all yeah no. there's it gets like very far it looked like away. there was like a 10 foot gap between the wall and i'd the say even more than that but yeah wow. it's pretty impressive how far out it clears that wall and then goes around huh. into that into the hmm. attic um at number 22 the little table with the lamp in the corridor of doors I love that table. It's a good table, and it has that portrait of the guy holding the noose around his neck. Yeah, it's a theory, uh, which I think is pretty solid, that it is supposed to be the guy that was hanging Mm -hmm. up in the stretching room scene. Uh, He has cut his noose, and he's holding his hatchet. And so, isn't the one in Florida a different version of the same portrait? Yes. Okay. They're slightly different. But I always really loved that table it has a nice lamp on it with uh it's one of those lamps that has that great light bulb that looks like little booties I do you know little booties. do you guys like know what i mean socks uh, you've mentioned this yeah. before next recently, time you're in the but... next time you're in the haunted mansion take notice of the lamps the uh, booty light when you're <laughs> in, well, like, when you're in the queue area in the changing portrait scene yeah, it looks like they lit them little booties. And put, it's to give it the soft glow, I'm mm. sure, and whatever, disperse that light. But it just, it looks like they knit them little booties. Yeah. Mm. And there's a book on that little table, too, which I'm dying to read every last word. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, number 23, The Endless Hallway. Oh, so good. The Endless Hallway is where the candelabra is. You know, oh. the floating candelabra. Yeah. Then the, this um... is backwards yes that one <laughs> you had one job for him. Sorry, I, made, I made a mistake uh, uh, yeah i love that like when we were on the playground playing haunted mansion or playing disneyland we would always pretend we were in that endless hallway 
The hallway is such a great and seamless effect. There's lots of times you just see it in everyday life and not even realize it, or I guess you probably would realize it, but uh, you know, there's so many bathrooms where maybe there's a mirror on both sides mm-hmm. and then it makes level after mm-hmm. level after level. and. It's just so simple, yet so effective. I like that they continue it with zero. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, number 24, the guy in the coffin in the conservatory. Let me out of here. Let me, let me out of here. Yeah, that guy's great. I love the conservatory scene. Um, <laughs> yeah, Wes wants to know that ghost's name. Let, and the story. Like, what's his story? Yeah, I want to know all about him. It, when we went to Palm Springs, there was a footlocker at the end of one of the beds that was empty, and he just would climb inside it and go, let me out of here. Let me out of here. <laughs> awesome. I think... I'm not positive, but I think that character is voiced by Exitensia. Oh. I've heard some people actually complain about the guy in the coffin before. Why? Why? Is insensitive? No, because that is the first instance of seeing the dead come to life, and you're not supposed to see anything before Madame Leota brings them mm, to life. Uh... I mean, you have the floating candelabra, so that's... But you don't see anything, and at this point you see his hands. Hmm. I don't know. It's just what some people have said. I don't I don't care. I still uh, you know what? Dumb. Just stop. Yeah, stop being a... It's not even a purist. Just being a party pooper. Because you're <laughs> like, there's the doors, and the doors are bulging out, so you hear, like, creatures and stuff. I really wish they would turn the lights up just a little bit. It's either that or my eyes aren't adjusting like they did when I was a kid, but I feel like I can't see the doors protruding like I could when I was a kid and the knockers knocking. Number 25, the raven as a storytelling marker. Yeah, Yeah. it's a great recurring character that Mm -hmm. takes you through the story. I do enjoy him. Yeah, and uh, an early concept was to have the raven be your host throughout the haunted mansion uh, instead of the ghost host. So that's kind of a nod to an early concept, and you see him several times. Can you guys name every time you see the raven? The beginning of the corridor doors is the first time, yes? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then going... He's uh, next to the guy coming out of the coffin. Yes. Yeah. And then the next time you see... He's on the... right, He's perched on her chair. And then he's in the ballroom. He's on one of the back banisters. Mm-hmm. And then when you're falling or whatever, going, going backwards. Down. When you're dying. <laughs> when you're meeting your maker. Yeah. yeah. And then right before the stretch. Um, hitchhiking hitchhiking goes. Yeah. The mausoleum. That's right. They got him. Number 26. Yeah. The wallpaper. The wallpaper. Classic wallpaper with faces. Yeah. That's right. I remember someone asked Tony Baxter about the uh, 999 ghosts that apparently live in the Haunted Mansion. And they're saying, there's no, not 999, I see, there's not, it's not even close. He's like, did you count all the faces in the wallpaper? Sick. Sick burn. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I do love this wallpaper, but I will say that my favorite wallpaper is in the foyer. <laughs> yeah, I, mm, I love that. Yeah. I love all the Haunted Mansion wallpaper. Uh, Haunted Mansion yeah. Entirely does. And when they added the blinking great. eyes in Florida, oh, so good. Number twenty-seven, the thirteen-hour clock. Next. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great clock. It's a great, great, great clock. Number twenty-eight, Madame Leota. Perhaps Madame Leota can establish contact. She has a remarkable head for materializing the disembodied. That line's not in the ride anymore. I wish it was. Me too. Yeah. Yeah, Madame Leota is one of the classic characters, one of the most famous, maybe the most famous. Probably that hitchhiking ghost or the ghost host. Mm-hmm. Hatbox ghost. Hatbox ghost, yeah. The face is Leota Tombs. Her namesake comes from Leota Tombs, who was a uh, an Imagineer. And the voice is Eleanor Audley. Goblins and ghoulies from last Halloween. Awaken the spirits with your tambourine. Now, which came first, the voice recording or the projection video film? I believe the voice recording came first. That would make sense. It's easier to match. Yeah. I know it's not that recent, but I like what they did with her upgrade and how the ball floats now yes 
Yeah. Overall, I like it better that way, but it was a really neat lamp that used to hang down low above hers. <laughs> oh, yeah. Above her ball. Yeah, I do love me some Madame Leota, and I like when she's an ornament as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I just love how much fun they have with her. She's really great. So, And she's having a, a real good day. A so. ball. Uh, oh, damn it. I missed that joke. I'm so mad at myself. <laughs> Uh, number 29, Ex Atencio's Breakdown Spiel. We have been unavoidably detained by pranky spirits. Kindly remain seated in your doom buggy, please. We will continue our tour momentarily. <laughs> yeah, that's Breakdown Spiel. I like that you put it here next to Madame Leota because you do hear it the most next to Madame Leota. Yeah, what is that about? Yes. I always I hear it. I was right on the page with Ithia that it's always there. <laughs> you're always in that room you're stopping something. Uh, that breakdown spiel, again, uh, Exitensio, who wrote the script for the attraction, uh, does the voice of the breakdown spiel. It's just a... Playful spooks. Yeah, it's just a pretty normalish voice <laughs> with a... Yeah, but it's great. It fits in perfectly. Of, yeah. I love it. Number 30, the Pepper's Ghost Effect in the Ballroom. I really do feel like the Pepper's Ghost Effect is perfected in the Haunted Mansion. The Ballroom is just such a shining great example of it being on different levels, either almost at eye level, Mm -hmm. but slightly above eye level, above you, and definitely below you. Yeah. And it's just so good, and it's so effective. It's like riding through a shadow box. It's Mm -hmm. so cool. Yeah, it's pretty amazing uh, just thinking about you know, obviously someone, they had to have people when they were building it on the level of the doom buggies to tell them exactly how to place it. So mm-hmm. the viewer gets the characters lined up exactly with the props that are displayed in front of you. And it's such a simple effect that's been around since the 1800s. Magicians used to use it in their shows. And Yale Gracie, the Imagineer, was a member of the Magic Castle. That's yeah. right. And Yale Gracie cites a book called The Boy Mechanic as to where he got the idea to do the Pepper's Ghost effect. This was a book that had thousands of different illusions and tricks and things you could build. And that was in the book. And didn't he... He come up with it on his own and then found out that it was an established effect, I believe. Or some story about somebody had come up with the Pepper's Ghost effect separate of the logged details of it. I don't know. But it's such a simple effect that you can imagine someone would just come up with it because if you're just looking outside your window at Mm -hmm. home and there's a light on in the house and you could see the reflection of someone behind you, that's the effect. Yep. You just gotta... You just got to remember it. That's right. And use it. And know how to, yeah, how far to place the glass and how how to light it correctly. Yeah, so great. Hi, ghost fans. This is your daring reporter inside the haunted mansion at Disneyland. And with me here somewhere is that former Olympic hide-and-seek champion, Willie the Wisp. Boo! Oh, there you are. Say, Willie, what's it like in the haunted mansion? Beautiful, man. Kind of weird and wild and freaky. Sounds ideal, but I understand Disneyland's Haunted Mansion is now open to humans. Humans? Wow, that's scary. I guess I'll go on for the 30s. 31 is the hidden Mickey on the table in the ballroom. It's on the table where the birthday party is being had uh, and the cake is being blown out. There are table settings around the table and one of the dinner plates has two saucers on the top parts of the table setting, mm-hmm. making the shape of a Mickey head. That's right. Anything's possible at Automatic. Number 32, the bullet hole in the ballroom scene disguised as a spider web. Yes. What's the story behind the bullet hole? Someone stuck a gun into Disneyland. Uh, a BB gun. It was a BB gun, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, BB gun and shot the glass. And this was like in the 70s or the 80s, no? Yeah. It was, it was a while ago. I don't remember exactly when, but they shot the glass. And because if you notice, this is a solid piece of glass that goes all the way across. It's tough to get in there yeah again this is we talked about this in, in the disney star wars episode painting themselves into corners it is broken up yeah, it is yeah, it they're is very large up. but they're probably 20 feet wide or yeah, something yeah so it's very large pieces of glass they're hard to replicate hard to remove hard to bring in so someone came up with the idea 
of just putting a little spider where the hole is and kind of making a spider web around it. Yeah, it's really great. It sells mm-hmm. the illusion. It's held up for Super 50 or, well, however long it's been broken. <laughs> but I love that this is like another classic. Like, I mean, I guess would this be that glass in B mode? Like, <laughs> what? So you know how the Yeti is broken, and oh, now right. the Yeti's in B mode. They just shine the light <laughs> on it, so the glass is broken. Yeah, they'd have to remove the ceiling or you know the roof to mm-hmm. get it out. So now the glass is in B mode. Mm-hmm. Uh, the dueling portraits in the ballroom scene. It's another great effect where it's the simple Pepper's Ghost effect, but it makes the illusion that they're coming out of the paintings, That's dueling right. with each other, and one of them. The one on the left uh, has the same face as the auctioneer in Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh. Have you ever seen prints of those dueling portraits made? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. When they used to have those kiosks, you could get some prints. Oh. We did happen to be walking by the silhouette shop, mm-hmm. and they had two oh, portraits of yes. them. And so we bought them both, and we have That's them in fun. our collection. The organ in the ballroom scene. Do you guys know the story of this organ? 20,000 Leagues? That's right. It's the organ used in 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Uh, It was Captain Nemo's organ. Mm -hmm. Captain Nemo! It's a great scene. Um, The piano playing ghost in the attic scene. You know, he has a top hat and a cloak. Mm -hmm. I always thought he's supposed to be a reference to the Hatbox Ghost. Sure, yeah. Like it's supposed to be the Hatbox Ghost playing the piano, but he's still there with the Hatbox Ghost. Sure. Uh, He could move. Yeah, that's true. He's a a phantom. (laughs) Yeah, I love that too. I think that was added in the mid-90s. By the way, I just want to make a little mention here since we're in the attic scene. When we compile this list, we do not have the bride anywhere listed on our list. Okay, I thought about this and I tried to, I was like, let me make this current. I do not care for the new bride in any way, shape, or form. I don't like her story. I miss the old bride. I want her creepy. I want her soulless. I want her beating heart up there. Well, that is exactly why she's not on our list because we are not fans of the current bride. What about you guys? Uh, I don't really care. Especially the hatbox ghost is back. I don't even look at her. Yeah, so if it were the old bride, she'd definitely be there. But right now, not so much. But I think, uh, mm-hmm. what's our next number? Number 36 is the disappearing groom's head in the paintings in the attic. Yeah, so this is part of the updated scene that they did in, what, 2000. Seven? That sounds about right. Where they have the new bride. It's a good effect. Again, all throughout the the attic, you see the bride with her various husbands. And their heads disappear because she lopped them off. I do like this. And yeah. I do like that it's like around the portrait, there's bits of their wedding mm-hmm. and who that person was. Yes, the gifts and yeah. things. Yeah. I really like that. It's just a collection of like, oh, she killed another one. Put all that stuff up there. Mm-hmm. Put, you know... Um, And I think it's a really good effect. And there's subtle things to notice as well. For instance, every time she got married, she got a new pearl necklace. So if you notice Mm. each portrait, she has more and more necklaces on Mm. And before the attic scene used to have those ghosts that would shoot up on the wires. I do. Yeah. I love those guys. I do. They'd scare me forever. (laughs) I like that during the Haunted Mansion holiday, they have a nod to that with all of the... uh, Jack in the box. Mm-hmm. That's right. Number 37 is the Hackbox Ghost. Hackbox Ghost disappeared from the attraction just before opening, right? It was there for a week or two. Yeah. And there was, somebody had found that film reel of like a very poorly lit 1960s. <laughs> yeah. So I do love the Hackbox Ghost a lot. I think he's great. However, the idea of the Hackbox Ghost is so much creepier than he is being in the mansion so with that weird little like almost zabruder type of weird film that they had of it and then you would just have the artist renderings of him or on the Mm -hmm. um the little uh, record and stuff and the way they describe him there he seems so much creepier and more ominous he was a cloaked figure with an evil grinning face a hat box hung from his hand With each beat of his bride's heart, his head disappeared from his body and appeared in the hat box. 
Mm. And I still think he's super great. He's very whimsical, but he's he's great. And the effect is amazing. It's so good. It's um, the same effect that they yeah. use at Tower in Tokyo, at Tokyo Disney Sea mm. for the, uh, the idol. The whole lore of why the Hatbox ghost disappeared was what was great and scary about it because uh, people thought that it was too scary and that's why it had to be pulled out of the Haunted Mansion. The truth is the effect just didn't work well enough back then because yeah. uh, mm-hmm. it was all done with lighting and it was yeah. too hard to control the light, especially when you're so close. And So his head would have disappeared completely. So now, I also believe he was in the attic originally he was in and the not attic. where he is. So when they added him where they added him, they had to actually manually go in and adjust the way that the doom buggy track worked so that your doom buggy would face him as opposed to face out into the graveyard Mm -hmm. yeah i don't know if they adjusted the track but for sure the way that the doom buggy faces that's what i mean yeah yeah. and they didn't reroute the track but they changed how the doom buggy faces and they built a whole little uh, patio for him that's right yeah balcony I remember they had it covered up with a with a wall for a while yeah, while they did right. the install, and it had uh, it had the bat stanchion in the what was it? It was like some something with the bat stanchions. Like was it a fake window there for a while? Something or? like that. I can't remember. Gosh, I cannot remember, <laughs> which is ridiculous because it didn't, wasn't that long ago. Yeah. Originally in the haunted mansion, I believe he was inside where the bride used to be. Correct. Where then for a long time after they put the new bride, they had a um, a hat rack which felt like a nod to the Hatbox Ghost. Number 38 is the shaky, scrawny dog. Yeah, I like that guy. Yeah. He's I, mean, so I, I love the caretaker, too. <laughs> I mean, the caretaker, he's great. I love but watching, that dog. Yeah. <laughs> I love watching his knees shake and the dog shake. And yeah. Great example of Mark Davis' brilliance coming to life. Yeah. Number 39, the singing cat. All right. Anytime I think of the graveyard, I just instantly hear those cats. They're just <laughs> going, and they're just like, rrr, rrr. Yeah, those cats they're are, having a great time. Those cats are having a good time. You should take one home. <laughs> they like cats in the, both Pirates and uh, Mansion. Mm-hmm. And they just add a little bit of extra mm-hmm. ridiculous. Sass. <laughs> Sassy cats. Um, <laughs> and number 40. The Thorough Ravenscroft Singing Bust. I could not creak in the tombstones quake. The one that everybody thinks is Walt Disney. With his little mustache. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, with that great deep voice. Why just the one? Well, it's Tony the Tiger. He has an amazing voice. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the broken bust. Everybody thinks he's Walt Disney. I don't know. There's something about it. <laughs> he is the, the most recognizable one. Yeah. Well, yeah. it was I mean, Thorough Ravenscroft and his mellow men, right? But yeah, Thurl Ravenscroft is a staple of Disney films and attractions, and this is probably my favorite performance of his. They painted all their faces up white and had them stay still, and they came to life insane. With the cryptos click of the two <laughs> Have they changed the uh, technology behind the projection at all I since it opened? I don't think so, but they need to. Oh, you think they need to? Yeah, because they don't look that good right now. Like, hmm. they're always kind of off. Hmm. I do feel like sometimes I can see the loop point. Oh, yeah, you definitely can. (laughs) Daddy, tell me a human story. Well, let's see. Once upon a time, there was this magical place called Disneyland. And inside Disneyland, there was a strange deserted mansion. Then one day, the mansion became haunted by 999 ghosts. And now humans can visit the haunted mansion and get real scared. Daddy, do you believe in humans? I don't know, but I do believe in Disneyland. Number 41, the musical score of the haunted mansion. Now, the musical score obviously goes throughout the entire ride with the Grim Grinning Ghosts theme sort of playing in different renditions as we go, you know, starting with the, the organ and then the hallway music and ballroom music and then finally in the graveyard you get the big finale of everyone singing together that's right uh-huh. let's all sing a, a line as the moon climbs high over the dead oak tree moves all right for a midnight spree creepy creeps with eerie eyes start to shriek and harmonize grim grinning ghosts come out to socialize Anthea. <laughs> Absolutely not. Great music. Music by Buddy Baker and lyrics by Ex Atencio. That sounds like a rapper. 
Exitensia? Little X. Little Exitensia. With face tattoos. <laughs> face and neck tattoos. Well, like Jackie Robinson, we're on number 42. And number 42 is trying to isolate the different voices that are in the graveyard scene. So, you know, everyone is singing along with to Grim Grinning Ghost, and each character has their own voice and, you know, a separate speaker yeah, that's right, placed yeah. near them. Has it always been that way? Yeah. Oh, okay. I felt like there was, like, a big update Fairly in the early recently, 2000s they or something. redid the, they cleaned up the audio. Oh, okay. So you're able to pick up a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But yeah, everyone's got their own flair and is, or doing their own thing. Like, my personal favorite is... The old man talking to the mummy, or the mummy is talking to him, and <laughs> he doesn't hear anything. <laughs> and the mummy's just like, <laughs> yeah. that's funny. Like there's one singer, there's one singer that I really like that just sort of mumbles. It might be the mummy where he goes. <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> that's what I like about listening to the album version is they let they give everyone gets the time to shine on the album. So if you, if you ever have a trouble picking them out individually, if you listen to the album version, everyone really gets their own little verse. Number forty-three is the mummy himself. Another great little moment in the graveyard. They have a little Egyptian scene with his sarcophagus and the old man, and he's there. Do you think that that's a, that's a callback to the museum situation? Museum of the Weird? Yeah. Because hmm. there's no... And also there was a museum mentioned in the ad advert for yeah. it, right? Hmm. Would this be like... It's possible. I think of it more as the mummy is just a classic monster character. And like at one point they were thinking of putting like a Frankenstein in the ride. Hmm. So I just think they're like, oh... What's a horror character we could use without having to get, you know, royalties or yeah. something? We could just put a mummy in there. You know? mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Like Henry Aaron. So 44 is the hitchhiking ghosts. Beware of hitchhiking ghosts. <laughs> Classic. Yeah, they might follow you home. Yes. Yeah. Ezra and Finn. Phineas? Phineas, yeah. Phineas. These are not official names. These were invented by uh, cast members, I believe. Oh. It's well, sort of look, become they're official. official. Yeah. <laughs> I think that the three of them, their hitchhiking is really great, but what really is just everyone has so much fun is once they appear in your Doom buggy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. It's so good. Yeah. I, I, I love that it's still the classic Pepper's Ghost effect and not how they do it at yes. Disney World. No. Yeah. Yeah, I would prefer that they don't update it, but. Yeah. Who knows? Who's your favorite hitchhiking ghost? Ezra. Oh, Gus, the little guy. I go Gus. I go Ezra. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 45, Little Leota. Perhaps Featuring Little Lil Nas X. <laughs> Old Town Road. <laughs> <laughs> the Little Leota mix. <laughs> Remix. <laughs> little Leota is one of the great Haunted Mansion characters. Yeah. Has and- she been there forever? Or she's is she been a there? new edition? No, she's been there since the beginning. Uh, no, again, she's a voice to man. Again, this is uh, Leota Toombs doing the face and the voice. Hurry back. Hurry back. Now, why is she not in a crystal ball here? Well, She's like kind of dressed as a bride. Yeah, I don't think it's supposed to be Madame Leota. I see. I but it is Leota Toombs. Yes. yes. Number 46 is the laugh at the exit of the mansion. Great laugh. It yep. is. It's really good. I think that was there originally, then it was gone for 30 or so years, and then put wow. back around 10, 15 years ago. I think. Oh. So yeah, I think, I, yeah, one time I was like, oh, I never noticed that before, but it was probably just the first time I ever heard it. Remember the turnstiles used to be there. That's right. Yeah. I'm so glad they got rid of those. I am too. I, I don't understand why that was a thing when you have a moving walkway that's just feeding into an escalator <laughs> the turnstile situation. Back up. What on earth were they we, trying to do? Can I also, I know that that's not not make the list but that escalator ramp thing oh, oh, moving the, ramp yeah, thing moving walkway moving is walkway, very yeah. great to yes. stretch your calves on mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. and then somebody said oh it feels like stretch. ghosts are trying to was that you that said that, <laughs> no, that. if you stand still on it and not walk on it there's like these little like you can feel like the oh, rollers as you go and they're like it's the ghosts trying to get up at you <laughs> i almost put the ramp on on the list <laughs> and it looks like a carpet it's neat mm-hmm. yeah 
That's I feel a, like that was that a, was a recent. Yeah, yeah, I was like, whoa, this is really clever. Number forty-seven, the haunted mansion holiday overlay. Welcome to our haunted mansion holiday. A terrific overlay. That's yes. right. I know a lot of people do say that it's a little too long. I do love it, but I do think that it is there for too much of the year. Mm-hmm. But it opens like first week of September. Which yeah. well, but I, that's when they start the parties, even though it's not at Disneyland now. No, I know, but I don't think it should be part of Halloween festivities. I think it should just be a Christmas thing, hmm. like start in, in early November. Because mm-hmm. the Haunted Mansion is already scary. It's, that's uh, right. Yeah, it is more appropriate for Halloween. Yeah, for give Christmas. yourself from November 1st to November 28th to get it, or you know, whatever you Thanksgiving yeah, You don't is. even need that long. I think no. You can have don't. it done before. But yeah, they do a really quick turnaround. It depends, though, because there's a whole discussion on what, I mean, I get it, like, but some people find it to be more of a Halloween movie than a Christmas movie. No, I know, but. It's a Christmas movie. But Didn't we talk about this? We did. We did yeah. yeah. But what's more Halloween-y between the both versions of the ride? Well, the thing, yeah. they're just oh, capitalizing. Yeah, I All know. they're doing is capitalizing mm. yeah, the I success know. of the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the end. It makes it special, and that's to get you to come during the mm-hmm. Halloween holiday. But I do love that version. You know, I, I remember the first time going on it when it first opened in 2001. But I, I, I don't remember lead up to it. I don't remember hearing rumors about it. I don't rem- I just remember it being there one day. Yeah. I feel like if there were rumors that I had heard about in like the year 2000, that the Haunted Mansion was being changed for three or four months out of the year, I would have it would have really upset me. But uh, I really like it. Number 48, Oogie Boogie's appearances in the Haunted Mansion holiday. Yeah. So I pretty much <laughs> think that any sort of appearance, especially that year, the first year that he was introduced, mm-hmm. they gave you a little map. 2003. And you could find the different instances of him. It was like 13, uh, right? the topiary, the little symbol, the moon. There's just, he was everywhere. And I've loved every single appearance of Oogie Boogie ever in the Haunted Mansion. And I think we all have to agree that the symbol clapping oogie is the best one that's right yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. either that or i know Susie loves the popcorn pushing i do but i do love (laughs) mirror symbol yeah and then they uh that initial year they turned him into an audio animatronic and he's a great animatronic welcome to oogie's holiday tricks and treats is that the big owl there's rumors that it's the big owl animatronic wow why not it already existed. It would make sense. Though. Yeah. They are the same, same rotundness. <laughs> when he breaks down, actually, no, I'm sorry. When your doom buggy goes, instead of going to the left and out, you can go to the right. And then it's just Big Al singing, there was blood <laughs> on the <laughs> There was blood on the sand. Number 29. 40. 49? Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Start going through the list one more time, guys. Number time. number 49. The Haunted Mansion Holiday Gingerbread Cake. Yeah. It's wonderful. Mm-hmm. It fills up the ballroom with a smell. Every year they outdo themselves. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. now like a spectacle to see what they've made out of gingerbread. Yeah, you try to avoid all the spoilers. Yep. <laughs> it's you know, impossible. You know what I think th- it smells like? Gingerbread. Mm-hmm. Gingerbread. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Good. I never thought of it that way. Oh my gosh. Gingerbread. Mm-hmm. I love those cakes seeing, seeing them change every year. Yeah. So, I sorry, I said gingerbread cake. Is it a ginger it's a gingerbread house? Sure. Yeah. It's a house cake. Mm-hmm. I think it's a gingerbread house because is it? Well, it's not hollow on the insects. It's got mechanics and whatnot going on. Yeah, mm-hmm. they probably call else. it a gingerbread house. It's kind house, of like so cookie. Yeah, and edible. By the way, <laughs> Disneyland gingerbread is delicious. Mm. I love their cookies, especially when they're the chewy ones. Do you mm-hmm. want to just get in the haunted mansion and eat away? <laughs> if they were like at the end of the run, they were like. When a chance to eat this before we take it down, I'm like, yeah, I'll eat that three-month-old cake. Yeah. yeah, it's okay. You know what would be cool, though, is if in that little, like, shop at the exit, if they sold, like, pre-wrapped small miniature versions of that mm. year's gingerbread house. Oh, that would be great. As a cookie. Get on yeah. that imaginary. Yeah. Yeah. And here we are. Ba, 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 ba. Number 50. Number 10. <laughs> uh, number 50 is the Scary Teddy 
replacing the raven in Haunted Mansion Holiday. Yeah, this is a great Haunted Mansion Holiday touch. Yeah. 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 I love him so much. Yeah, because they could have just easily kept the raven in there, but they yeah. they picked a little character from The Nightmare Before Christmas and, and made him the character that runs throughout the entire attraction. And that character, the scary teddy, is based off of the design of Mickey Mouse. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's right. He's so cute. My favorite is when he's chewing on the Christmas lights. Uh-huh, and he has that little laugh. Yeah. I do good. like him, though, playing the little, like, flute thing at the end. You don't like mm-hmm. him ringing the bells? Oh, that is... I love him doing everything. Yeah. I like Aww. him nailing down the guy in the coffin. <laughs> <laughs> Get back in there. <laughs> <laughs> There it is, the top 50 reasons to love the Haunted Mansion. Obviously, there's way more than 50. Yeah. We could just... Yeah, we could do another 50 right now. Number 51. (laughs) (laughs) It's... Her prosperity. (laughs) It's one of the classic examples of Disney Imagineering. One of the best rides they've ever done. Uh, Can't argue with that. So here's to 50 more years, and we'll see what changes come in the future. Perhaps there will be another movie made, perhaps by Guillermo del Toro. I don't know. He announced it years ago and nothing has happened. Lots of people want a movie to come. Personally, I don't, because one of the greatest things about the Haunted Mansion is that over 50 years, there's been minimal changes. Uh, There's only been a little bit, mostly the attic scene, and I kind of want it to stay that way. I don't want movie additions to be put into the ride. Even if it is a great movie, I don't want it. Well, and then they'll change all the artwork to match the actors that played the characters in the movie. And yeah, that's right. Well, we have some people to thank for helping us put this list together. In addition to our own additions to the list. Yeah. Who else did we have on this list? Mark Silverman, mm-hmm. Cody Meacham, mm-hmm. David Daniels, <laughs> and Sean Madden from Walt Disney Studios, and Jeff Moskowitz from Walt Disney Imagineering, and Mark Hoppus of Blink-182. And Wesley Jean Park. <laughs> And also Rio Brown. That's everyone for what I think is a very solid list. Can't disagree with a one. Yeah, thing. I think we covered all the major the major things. But that's not to say that you shouldn't let us know what your favorite things are in the comments below. Yeah. Who's your favorite character in the Haunted Mansion? Who do you think would win this if we did a poll? Who would be the most popular character? Ghost House. For some reason, I feel like Madame Leota might take it. Mm. Yeah. Let us know in the comments below. Comment. <laughs> <laughs> like, rate, review, subscribe. Susie, where can we find you on the internet? You can find me at a little sprinkle of Disney on Instagram in when I post. <laughs> you can find me at, well, you know, I'm going to keep on trying to figure out my little nook Your in Instagram. Uh, you can find me at Magically Delicious Food on Instagram. Let us know what you think of our top 50, and we want to know what your top favorite things are about the Haunted Mansion for this, its 50th anniversary. And be sure to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Remain Seated Please, and on Twitter at Remain Seated Pulse PLS. Well, until next time, I'm David. And I am Robert. And I'm Anthea. I'm Susie. Bye. I'll see you all a little later. <laughs> Bye. Bon voyage, as we say. And rest in peace. <laughs> there. That wasn't so bad. Was it? I'll see you all a little later. You may not survive to pass this way again. Time to be moving along. Hurry back. And barrel around to see us again. Hurry back. Hurry back. Be sure to bring your death certificate if you decide to join us. Make final arrangements now. We've been dying to have you. The egg?